This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Oh, yeah. A Trixie Trixie. Oh, yeah. She's got to be now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trixie Trixie. Oh, yeah. She's got your beer now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Six packs and growlers and bombers of ale. Let her mix and match them, there's no room to fail. Located out on East Washington. Trixie's is the place for all you win upon. I said, Trixie, Trixie. Oh, yeah. Well, she's got your Play the. Extended version of uh, Trixie Trixie this morning, courtesy of One G Bear. Uh, welcome, Trixie. Oh wait. Oh hi. There it is. <laughs> We're like eight people sharing microphones. I know, right? How's it going? Got to see so ya. So good. Good to see you too. Saw you playing some pinball last night. It at, was fun. I'm the, getting a little better. What's your favorite pinball? I mean, you I don't one? even know yet, which no. is kind of embarrassing because Chris is like a pinball fanatic and is setting up like, I don't know, he wants to like teach how to play certain games right. and like, you know, the super big nerd out stuff. So I'm really trying. I think it's fun. I, I love playing pinball, but I'm not going to claim I'm good Pinball's like trying to learn to shoot pool. It's just time served. You, yeah. you just have to get the touch and, and, and pick your spots. I'm it, getting there. Yeah, I know. It's fun to learn though. <laughs> It is we fun. used to have a pinball machine <laughs> that was upstairs here, <laughs> and uh, it was free for employees, and it was a trap. I knew it was a trap the whole time, because they waited to see who had the top scores all the time, because you knew they were putting time in, and it was you, and it was Stick. Stick. And Stick is fine, because he got his work done. You were showing up late to staff I was meetings. actually, I forgot there were staff meetings. <laughs> Uh, I missed the whole staff. It was the Metallica pinball, and I missed the whole staff. So the pinball's meeting. not here anymore is what I'm gathering. It was <laughs> swiftly removed. Uh, not that I had to a staff meeting at all. What have I ever added to a staff meeting? Uh, hey, you guys, is there beer there? Okay, meeting I mean, over. the point for you is probably just to listen so and know fun. what's coming up. Is, is Metallica at Aftershock? No. Oh, well. No, maybe that's one that we have to put on our list. It's fantastic. Know. The soundtrack to the machine is fantastic. I played the Ninja Turtle one last night. That was yeah, fun. Because, like, the pizza slice spins the balls. Yeah. That was kind of fun to look at. Still. But, you know, that's as nerdy as I get with yeah. it. I think they look really pretty. <laughs> I still think Adam's family is the standard for pinball excellence. Still, the, just the. The Adam's the, family? Yeah. We've the, got that one. That so, I know. It's that the, one's fun, too. It's the middle levitation that does it. All right. Uh, invite. Uh, yeah, we have friends here. What do we got here? What's going on? We have on? friends from Working Draft here. We've got Clint, Miranda, and Heather with us. And it's I'm so excited because neighbors, neighbor brewers in Madison, and awesome beer. And I'm excited. Yeah. We're going to try. Say hello. Uh, we're going to explore the menu of Working Draft. Give it. us some history on Working Draft. Who, what, where, why, and uh, what you wait so long for? Yeah, we, we, uh, we opened in March of 2018. So we're actually coming up on our fifth anniversary, <laughs> which is super exciting. Um, you know, a bunch of friends worked at the homebrew shop in town, wine hop shop. Decided we wanted to open a brewery together. I was working in breweries in the area. They asked me to be a part of it. Here we are, just making beers. Uh, there's, we were talking off the air and I said, uh, by the time this is, uh, interviews open, two more breweries will open up in Madison. Uh, how do you, how do you, what's your competitive plan? I mean, there's so much good beer in this town. How do you, 
different. I mean, clearly the beer is delicious. We'll we'll get to that part. But I mean, uh, what's the like the outside forces that that make you? Uh, how do you compete, I guess, is what I'm asking. Well, we specialize in uh, beer-flavored beer. It's a novel approach mm-hmm. that uh, not anybody's doing these days. So, Can you explain you know, that? Everybody likes to make uh, beer that tastes like juice and child's beverages. <laughs> and uh, we make beer that tastes like beer. So, From the old country. From the old country. From the old country. We'll explain that as we go through these beers. Tell everybody where you are. We are on East Wilson Street right across from McPike Park. So we're like a block off Willie Street. Kind of near east side, close yeah. to like the co-op and uh, Weary Traveler. The heart of Madison. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, somebody, uh, oh, my buddy had leftover sushi from Tokyo Sushi. Have you had that? I have. I, I thought it was solid. It was I haven't good. had leftover Tokyo Sushi. Well, we reheated it. You, it's, you don't want to do it for like 12 seconds. You don't want to get it too gooey. You but. heated your sushi? Well, we microwaved it. It was in the fridge. It was cold. <laughs> well, you can't just eat cold sushi. Yeah, That's the point. I think my whole body just shuddered. Ice cold sushi? You want it room temperature? You don't want cold sushi? Oh, my God. I thought you were serious for a minute. You're kidding, right? They don't serve sushi cold. What are you talking about? It comes at room temperature. Help is this me out bizarre here. world? It is supposed to be cold. No, it's not. It's yeah. served at room temperature. No. Are you, oh, like, my God. Sh- like, Have you ever eaten sushi? Like a shrimp tempura? No, I'm talking about sushi. Like like uh, sushi sushi. It's room temperature. I do know that when the health inspector goes through to the sushi uh, cooler in right. Woodman's, it right. needs to be a certain it's, temperature, it, and that temperature is right. not room. Right. <laughs> yeah. when it's, when, when, after they make it, it comes out of the little cooler. And then they make Thank it. Thank you for explaining and it that they, way. And they microwave it. And then they, no, they don't. They, and then it comes to room temperature as it's sitting there and comes to your table. Okay. It, 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 cool, it warms up a little bit. You don't want cold sushi. Oh, my God. Jo- Johnny lets you the sushi open up a little bit. Are you, are you yeah. heathens? Yeah. Are you heathens? I guess so. That's a very weird argument you just made. Okay. I've never had cold sushi in my life. That's really strange. Not to, oh, I can't believe you live this long. Not to the point <laughs> where you're... he's getting the basic stuff that's like... I'm talking about Sushi Red, dude. It comes at room temperature. It's not cold. Let's talk about beer. Well, you're <laughs> pissing me off. Right now, you're drinking a beer. Oh, what kind of beer are we got? And it's called Keep Monest. And I really like this one. Have you drank it? I it's, think he's letting it warm up first. I think that's loosely... I know, right? <laughs> is it, Thank is you. It, is it that can? No. no, it's this is a uh, this is one we're so this one is tap only. This one's gonna be tap only at AfterShock Arcade, <laughs> um, and I think we had it last night. Actually, I snuck one before nice. we before we opened this morning. I'll admit it. So, yeah, this is kind of like the classic beer flavored beer. What's so. it called again? Uh, Keep a Honest is the name of the beer, but it's a German style Helles or a Munich Helles. Gotcha, so. gotcha. It's a it might it, like a hint of lemon in there somewhere. Sure, yeah, you yeah. Can get a little bit of lemon from the hops in there. Um, it's nice. We're, uh, you know, we use some Czech barley. We had super traditional, straightforward, like I said, beer-flavored beer. So have some balance, be dry, with a little bit of maltiness, but drinkable. You know, it's one of the classics. Yeah. Delicious. Boy, is that refreshing. It's, uh, I didn't have solid. this in my six to taste no. for some reason. but It is boy, super light and refreshing. Yeah, and it like is it. like only 4.8% alcohol, too, so very drinkable. Yeah, like, crusher. Yeah, it's a crusher. It's very approachable. And like there's there's just enough malt in here, too, for an awesome balance. It's I love the balance of this one. So it's got that little hop in there, yeah. but like nothing is over... Nothing's overdone, so 
very drinkable. I could see Love myself it. putting down a big pizza with this beer. <laughs> totally. Yep. Oh my, that is delicious. I didn't have this. This might be my new favorite. I was on the amber tip. Now I'm back. Now I'm at the Alice tip. Plain Ninja Turtle pinball. Ooh, keeps you light on your feet. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, delish. What's our next one? All right, so our next one is uh, to those who wait. Check style Pilsner. This one was my favorite one. Nice. This one was my favorite one by far. Um, and you know, you you read that and you think it's going to be very basic. And don't get me wrong, it's very straightforward. It's exactly what it needs to be. But I just really love the crispiness to this. Yeah. I could have drank this one all night. Uh, yeah. Listen, one thing I really liked too about the packaging is the tasting notes on the side. That's fantastic. Uh, because that it did help me pair for Feed the Resistance, this other segment that I do. Um, but I love that you have that information on there. Now, that being said, this beer, um, I, I really I like the little bite that's at the end of it. Uh, when you pair it with uh, what I did for Feed the Resistance, altmad.com, uh, it's interesting because the bite went away. It like totally took it away with the pumpkin soup that we had. So um, definitely a fun one to pair. I don't. I just fell in love with this beer, 100%. Yeah, I always think of, uh, like, so we do a lot of German and Czech style lagers, and the big difference between the two is Czech style beers tend to be a little bit lower alcohol, more malt, more hops. So they're still balanced, but they're more of both things, so more sweetness and more bitterness. And so they're typically fuller, a um, little more flavorful, not quite as dry. So what is yeah. the what is this hop that gives this its zing? This is Czech Saz. So that's Saz. like the most popular okay. hop they grow in Czechia. Na- native hop. Yeah, it's a native hop. They're very, very proud of it. They pretty much feature it exclusively in a lot of their beers. Most Czech brewers are using a ton of Czech Saz. But it's got a super spicy kind of herbal oh, yeah. floral thing, almost perfumey a little bit. Yeah. Um, and it just works. It's like that spiciness works with a little more assertive bitterness, pairs well with the malt. It's, it's a good classic style. So an American an American uh, Czech uh, or a Pils would use American hops? Uh, Is that potentially. A thing? Is that potentially. A thing? Yeah, oh, okay. I mean, I would say if you're making an, if I was going to make an American style Pils, I would probably use American um, hops that are derived from maybe some of the older mm. countries or from okay, European gotcha. countries. Um, and then typically American lager is brewed with corn or rice or gotcha. some sort of adjunct gotcha. in there, but this is Oof. just all barley. Yeah, it's delicious. It's so good. We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, JJO. All right, Working Draft is here. Uh, Miranda, Rachel, Clint, the brain trust of Working Draft. That's right. Is uh, right here. Hello, ladies. Hello. Uh, hello, hello. What do you guys do? We, we don't want to leave you out. What do you do down at the, down at the old brew house? Yeah, so this is Rachel. I'm our marketing and events coordinator at Working Draft. And I'm Miranda, and I am uh, assistant brewer to Clint. Nice. What's your, what's your background on brewing? Uh, kind of self-taught, industry-taught. Oh, nice. Didn't go to school at all. Um, worked three years at another brewery here in town, and they taught me the ropes and then kind of made my way over to Working Draft. It was kind of my dream job, and now I've been learning everything I possibly can from Clint. Yeah. Are you yep. from Madison? I am. Yep. Born nice. and raised. Nice. The old guard. That's right. Born and raised. <laughs> I love it. What about what about you? Is this a more of a business position for you, or do you you love the beer? 
I love, business. I love beer in general. This yeah. is my first time working in beer, mm-hmm. so it's been a, a learning experience for sure. What's the best part, say, free beer? <laughs> the best part about working in beer? Yeah. Um, I don't. The free beer, probably. Free, yeah. free beer, probably the part. Yeah. <laughs> so I know, I know you can't uh, uh, give away all your secrets, but when it comes to marketing the next great Madison beer, do you just rely on the beer, or what are the uh, what do you add? What kind of kind of flavor do you need to add to the marketing of your beer? Well, what's the secret? <laughs> I wouldn't say I have any secrets, but the beer sort of speaks for itself. Exactly. It's pretty easy to mm-hmm. market what Clint's putting out on the market. So. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. That was our secret, Rachel. You know, supposed to tell <laughs> you, you, you know what you're competing with? This is really interesting because when I go downtown, I go, you're, you're competing with like the comeback ends because it's like it's a it's a bar you hang out with, you're used to. How do you draw that person in? That goes to the and, and again, of course, it's great beer. I get it. Uh, and they have a lot of different beer. You have your beer. Do you try to pull that customer in? Are you trying to? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess get to them. We're trying to pull anybody in, right? right I mean, right. we have a lot of repeat customers. When we look back at like our point of sale system and the the data we have, it's I don't know the percentage off the top of my head, but it's like a good amount of people are returning, and that's kind of what we're trying to do. Is we want loyalty, right? We want like people who right. who trust us and know that we're going to put out good beer every time, and then they want to come back, They're not just one and done, try it, check it off the list, move on to the next brewery. Right. We don't we don't really want that. Right. So, um, how we do that, I don't know. Authenticity, just try to be ourselves and hope that people get it and can get on board, I guess. Uh, I have an idea. Let's hear it. Really warm sushi. <laughs> Sushi should be served at I don't think the health department will let us do that. 41 degrees Fahrenheit or less. When it comes to your table, it's cool. It's not ice cold. Totally Nobody serves ice cold sushi. Johnny likes a cultured sushi. Is 41 degrees ice cold? I'm sorry. Are you the weatherman? 41 degrees or less. Are you the weatherman? It's about nine degrees from ice cold. Okay, what's our next beer? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> moving give, on. Give me, I, need a, I need a drink really bad. I'm just worried for you. That's where it comes from. No, that's why he needs I'm a drink. He's got to kill all the sushi bacteria that's festering You're, in his body. You're just now worried about me? You have worms all over you. <laughs> we were talking about ivermectin, so right, that's, right. that's why he's bringing it up. Mike, give me some ivermectin. Uh, I, I'm out of beer. I need a cocktail. Oh, you got to get Johnny beer. I gave you one. Oh, is, there it is. That's what I'm drinking. All right, what yes. do we got here? What do we got? All right, awesome. Our next one. Um, I really love this one, a Czech style amber. This is a really bready beer without it being super heavy. Help me out with the name of this beer. Neni Spotny. Oh, I love that. I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that right either, but the the name in Czech means not bad. We've kind of running joke where we released an amber lager and named it Ain't Bad, which was a joke amongst my friends. I had a friend you always used to say that about things. Um, and then every time we made an amber lager after that, we just did different language versions of that phrase, basically, which doesn't exactly translate outside of English because no one else is saying ain't in other languages. <laughs> um, but yeah, we kind of ran with that name. And then the beer itself is essentially the recipe is not too different from our Czech pills. I just swapped out the malt. Um, so same hopping, same hop variety, but I use a darker malt that's a little bit richer. It's got more character to it, and it works really nice. It's got a nice kind of caramely, very richly bready character that plays off that spicy Czech Saz hop really well. Yeah, totally. I love the pour. It's a beautiful pour, too. Um, fantastic. I'm really, really – there's some sort of thing happening with me and Amber's right now, so I'm all about it. Wait Good. a minute. 
Anyways. Uh, this was my favorite. The beer, not the name. This was my favorite by a mile, but I'm a malt guy. I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm a malty dude uh, to begin with. But gotcha. um, uh, if you... Would you ever consider making a beer loosely translated to Old Dutch Bitch? Old Dutch Bitch? Yeah, we could do that. All right, cool. And just are, a, we, are we just saying that in uh, English, or are we, we're putting that in a different language? Well, evidently, we've been speaking the Dutch, <laughs> mispronouncing the Dutch language completely wrong. Gouda. Oh. Gouda is not Gouda, which bothers me. Oh. Because I don't like change. <laughs> it's Huda. Unless no it's the temperature had... of your sushi, then oh you like it to change. No one said you had to say it that way. You know what my favorite thing in the world is? I don't think a grocer would know what you're talking about if you came up to them and said it that way. Warm hooshie is my favorite <laughs> thing in the world. Hooshie. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do, Trixie? I'm going to kidnap you and make you eat warm sushi. I'm going to have a stomachache all day thinking about you warming up sushi in the microwave. You worry about yourself. <laughs> All right, what's our next beer? I love the I love the amber dude. Is that Thanks. what is your flagship? Do, uh, do you I would have? say we have like two flagships. So we have like a lager flagship and then an IPA flagship. So I would say to those who wait, our check pills is our what I would consider to be our lager flagship, and then our um, IPA flagship is pulp culture, which we are working our way towards. So is the goal to get uh, European? perfection to what what is the goal of your of your beer? yeah i mean i i uh i find a lot of romanticism in like beer mm-hmm. traditions and you know the kind of the old way of brewing beer from european countries and so we're always trying to do that as closely as we can in our brew house which is really hard to do because our brewery is not set up for it um so i'm sure miranda loves all the uh unnecessary steps that I, well, I consider them necessary, but all the steps I add to our brew days to try to make these beers better. No, no, it's, I like, I like learning to brew beer that way. That's what I always wanted. Like I'm drawn towards the more traditional European simple styles. Right. You can make a great beer with, you know, just four ingredients. You don't have to add a bunch of stuff to it. So yeah, it seems like people use that for marketing, no matter what kind of beer, Hey, water wheat you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah, yeah. They, they try to get keep it simple but yet fool you a little bit a little bit it's yeah not old sure. school yeah. uh do you vote by committee what if there's something you don't like uh, oh i'm never i'm never quiet about my opinions yeah. that's true <laughs> but uh, is not. he has you know has overruling veto power and will usually politely tell me that i'm wrong so. <laughs> i uh, usually know i wrong. get that a lot where I work. I don't think it's very polite when they tell you you're wrong. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what's our, are we going to drink another one? Yeah. What's yes, our, what's, we our, are. what's our next beer? <laughs> All right. Well, here's an example of like not needing a lot of extra stuff Woo! in the beer to make it unique. Um, you know, this one is super unique. So this is called Foresight. It's New Zealand style Pilsner at 4.8% alcohol. And I think that this really kind of like speaks to, um, the produce going in to the beers is what really makes the huge difference on on taste and just like where you buy it from, what the, what styles. So tell me more about what you added in here because this is a really unique styled pilsner. Yeah, so that this one uh, essentially we make like a German style pils, but the big difference is we we use New Zealand hop varieties. And so this hop farm that we get our hops from actually has kind of a cool story. So it's this woman Susan Wheeler who was working in the wine industry. She's a New Zealand native. 
She's bored with wine because all they do is study Sauvignon Blanc over there, which is like the you know the main wine that they're making. Um, and so she decided to get into hops, and she had a hell of a time doing it. It's kind of an old boys club over there. Sure. All the hop suppliers were telling everybody that nobody wants their hops, when in reality everyone in the world was trying to get them, but they are trying to keep it small so that they could control the price and keep demand high, supply low. Um, and she went for it. She got some big money backers, fought all these legal battles to get the rights to try to grow these hops, and now she's got the largest hop farm in New Zealand. That's awesome. Yeah, so she's a total badass. Um, we actually have a beer coming out in a couple months that uh, is a collab with them, and it's named Dr. Punk because she has her doctorate, and she was a punk back in the day. So she's got all these pictures of her it. with a huge mohawk and stuff. She's really cool. Um, but the hops that we use are from her hop farm, so it's Hop Revolution, and we use uh, New Zealand Nelson Sauvin and Rawaka hops, and they have a very distinct kind of like grassy tropical fruit yeah. flavor that uh, adds something really cool to this beer. It's it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know, just like tropical fruit is big tropical fruit punch and a nice dry, clean lager. There's definitely a little bit of the fruit punch sweetness in there, um, but... I am a Sauvignon drunk, Sauvignon Blanc drinker, and I do love New Zealand Sauvignon Blancs for some reason. You know, yeah. they're just a little more dry and grassy, so I like the combination of that. It almost has that drier tone like a Sauvignon Blanc, but with a little, like, hint towards the other sweetness. It really balances it out. It's it's very unique. It's cool. It's kind of got some cool, like, kiwi grapefruit things going yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, I had no idea what to expect when I opened up this beer, and it was amazing uh, from the get-go. I love the journey that it takes you on. Um, but I, I I, don't know why. There's something that appeals to me. Like, it makes me almost think of, like, kind of like a goes. I don't know if there's, like, a saltiness or something there that I'm getting. But I, I'm in love with this beer. Whatever's happening in my mouth is wonderful. <laughs> Johnny's got something to say. Well... <laughs> Let's talk about your mouth for a couple of minutes. Your mom has no complaints. 20 years. I have a slideshow. Look up to the wall. I have a uh, overhead set up. The, the, the New Zealand hop is, is really interesting. And by the way, when I drank mine, this was, I feel like, too warm when I drank it at home. It's better cold. Oh, now you're going cold. You shut up. You shut up. But this one is better cold. I can see that, yeah. Yeah, to me, I, I get so. more flavor when it's a little colder. Yep. But the New Zealand hop is really interesting. It like it like sticks to the roof of your mouth. It just it's got staying power. It's, it's not subtle. Yeah. It's a really interesting hop. I love it, and I don't know if I have it much. Do we have it much? A New Zealand hop? I don't think so. It feels like we don't talk about it hardly at all. It's not the most common ingredient yeah. going into the beers. I think that's what makes this one so unique in my mind. Yeah. Is, you know, we don't run across that very often and You can taste the difference. Yeah, you can. In the hop, you really it's delicious. Yeah, they're they're very unique. They have a, a very specific kind of flavor profile too. Yeah. Like all the hops from that country taste like nowhere else in the world has that. Is it like uh, is there inflation on hops? Are they is yeah. it expensive yeah. to get hops? There's an inflation yeah. on everything, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Is that shipped in? How do you get hops here? Yeah, so they actually, that stuff, I think they ship the hops in bales as whole right. hop cones are not like fully processed yet over mm-hmm. to a plant in Idaho, I think. Oh, and really? They actually pelletize them and package them. New there. Zealand yeah. to Idaho to Madison. That's right. <laughs> Very interesting journey. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, Is cool. Idaho the hop? 
the industrial center of the world. It's, it's, part, it's part of it. It's like, like that whole Pacific Northwest, like yeah. kind of yeah. um, northwest corner of the United States. There's mm-hmm. a lot of really good hop growing uh, climate over there. So what, like Idaho, Washington, Oregon, all grow a ton of hops. When they pelletize it, is it an organic process? Do they add? Do you know? Yeah, no, they're not adding anything. They're okay. just grinding up the cones and they gotcha. dry them out. They grind them up and then they run them through a, a mill that presses them into pellets like rabbit food interesting and they're just they're easier to store that way gotcha. and they also disperse better when we use them in the brew house some gotcha. people use whole cone hops but yeah. you kind of have to have like a brewery that's set up for it right um to do it on the regular but there's actually a lot of studies have shown that pelletized hops are work better you get more out of them sure anyway so that's a that's a interesting journey for your beer yeah to get all the way right here dumbing down your smartphone one podcast at a time Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. So our Trixie pick six. Trixie, go, go over how they can uh, get our beer after the show today. All right. Corner of East Wash and Oak Street. Look for the bright orange arrow for Trixie's liquor. This week, the mix and match is going to be a slightly different. These are very high quality four packs. So this week, we are going to be able to mix and match between the four packs of working draft beer. So we'll make up a four pack for you Um as long as all four are working draft, and we'll package it up that way. Um, so just a little different. And then the first beer that we did, um, the Munich-style lager, Keep Em Honest, is actually going to be on tack, tap at Aftershock Arcade starting today in celebration of their 15th anniversary coming up. 15, I wish. Yeah, is it About five. Five. Yeah, five. Five. Yeah. Who told me 15? I'm Feels going like home and having a discussion. <laughs> what do you... What are you pointing at me for? Because you warm up your sushi and the bacteria got to your brain. And you said 15 and then it stayed in my head. Wow. So we're blaming you wow. for warming up your sushi. <sighs> well, you know what? The beer that I drink must be counteracting the worms because I feel great. You won't quit scooting your butt against the carpet, though. It's really weird. <laughs> well, he just got uh, to have his glands expressed. That's a different right, issue. Yeah, get in there. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that means I like you. I don't know why you argue with me all the time. It's very weird. So Clint, Miranda, and Rachel, welcome from the working draft from downtown yeah. Madison. And five years is a big deal. Hell yes. oh, yeah. I'm not saying it's not. Yeah, five years it is, is awesome. Are you guys doing anything coming up for that? Yeah, we're, so we're actually doing like a whole weekend of events. So I'll let Rachel talk about the events. But from a beer release standpoint, Friday we're releasing uh, – we kind of have themes to the day. So like Friday we're doing kind of more trendy, less beer-flavored beer type stuff. So we're doing a double version of Pulp Culture, which we're going to taste in a little bit here. So not the double version, but uh, we, we do a, a double version of that beer that's our flagship every year for our anniversary. And then we're also remaking a batch of uh, what we've named – Pop thickle, <laughs> which is uh, not beer. It's like a seltzer-based kind of smoothie thing that we made as a we, – we do these things called Krubers where our staff members get to pick what they want to make. And one of our former employees wanted to make this kind of smoothie seltzer thing. And, you know, it was shameful but delicious. <laughs> and right. so we're going to make another batch of that, uh, release that on Friday. And then we'll also have our Maybach. That one's a little bit of an outlier for Friday. But then Saturday, we're releasing our 
fifth anniversary pills, so brand new pills and we brewed just for the anniversary. Nice. As well as our Doppelbach, which actually won a gold medal at the Great American Beer Festival last year. Pow! So first time that beer's been back since it won a medal. That's exciting. And then we also did a collaboration with our friends at Wisconsin Brewing Company, or Lake Louie now. So I went and brewed with Kirby nice. at their uh, their new little brewery at the baseball park in Oconwalk. Oh, it's so cool. So it was fun. We made a sweet potato lager. Oh, yum. That I, I, I named uh, Spuds McKirby, much to Kirby's chagrin. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Um, and then Sunday, we are releasing a couple barrel-aged beers, so we... We've done a couple years now, uh, Bourbon Barrel Imperial Stout, and we held on to some of last year's. We got about 10 cases of it, and then we're going to package it this year's as well, so we'll do like a little bit of a vertical tasting between 2022 and 2023 versions of that beer. Um, I think that's it for beer releases. There'll, There'll be some other fun stuff sprinkled in there. I'm sure I'm forgetting something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, over that entire weekend, um, March 3rd to the 5th, we're going to have a bunch of other awesome, um, restaurants popping up, um, each day. Ian's Pizza is going to actually be serving free slices, um, on Friday night in the tap room. Um, we're going to have some live music from a local music duo, Dearly Brewerly. Um, so they're going to be playing music with some friends Friday night as well, um, so that'll kind of kick off the weekend. And then on Saturday, Bandit Tacos and Coffee um, will be serving food throughout the day as well. So we have some food in our stomachs with all the insane beer releases yeah, right. happening. Yeah, right. going to be happening. Yep. And then on Sunday, um, we're going to have bloom pastries available as well as um, having Rusty Dog Coffee pop up and join us for kind of a boozy brunch-themed day as well which will be really fun we're also doing some sort of like auction too right and raising money for goodman is that the plan yeah so we announced on our social pages yesterday that we're um going to be raffling off a brew experience with you clint um so that's going to be raffled off throughout the entire weekend so you're winning um a brew experience where you get to kind of sit in on planning um a beer brewing um and then you get to name the beer. You get to take a lot of it home. Just come tell me what you want to make, and I'll figure out how to make it for you. Make it basically. in a, a fun way. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then Ian's donated a $100 <laughs> gift card to that winner. So the deal is you can basically purchase um, $10 raffle tickets, and each raffle ticket is one entry, and it's limit 10 per person. So everyone has a decent chance of winning this for experience. And it, you know, in the past, like we've done, we've done this personal brew experience for auctions for different charitable things, and they've gone for as much as like fifteen hundred bucks. So, a hundred dollars to get to do that is pretty, pretty cheap, relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everything is going back to the Goodman Community Center. So, each purchase will um, go back to their various causes. They do a ton of great things in the community. So, they were the natural choice for yep. this yeah. raffle. So it's going to be fun. We're really looking forward to it. We are honored to have survived five years, and we couldn't have done it without the Madison community and everybody supporting us. So it's exciting. It speaks to the beer when you guys are still, um, you know, rocking out the beer, especially after the, like, opening up right before COVID and everything else. You know, it speaks to the beer. So good for you guys. It sounds like an awesome weekend. Yeah, you guys should all come down. It's going to be great. Tacos and beer. She said eat free Ian's pizza. You don't hear that much on the radio every day. (laughs) That's uh, 
That's catchy. Yeah, that might better, catch on. Yeah. What better reason to come finally visit us, That's Johnny? Oh, she just she just called me out. <laughs> I can't even believe it. All right, we have two beers left. All right, we're getting into the hazies. Bold font, all caps. Hazy India Pale Ale. What an awesome beer. Tell us about this one. So, you know, some of our beers not beer flavored beer. I was I talk a hard game, but we we make the trendy stuff too. So, um uh, this beer, we do a bunch of hazy IPAs. We usually have a couple of them on tap. Um, this is one of our regular ones that we release. And, uh, you know, what kind of sets this beer, this hazy IPA, apart from our other hazy IPAs, is uh, we use really, really super light malt in it. So it's really, really pale in color. And then the flavor profile is kind of driven by a couple different hops, but the main one is a hop called Sabro that kind of tastes like uh, pina colada is the best way to describe it. It's got some peach notes, but big pineapple and kind of coconut notes as well. And then uh, we also use a couple other hops to add some kind of citrus, lime, lemon-lime flavors in there. So it's kind of a cacophony of different fruity, fun characteristics in there without a whole lot of bitterness, trying to keep it really soft. Use some oats in there, too, to try to smooth it out. Yeah, like That's a ripey, citrusy. Uh, you know what? I, when I drank this the other night, I, I was like craving chicken wings for some reason with this beer, like a Chipotle or something. I can see I, that. Oh yeah. my god, dude! I am so I am so into the hazies. It's got me back into the. I ran out of gas on you the big bitter dry rub, chili lime dry rub. You son of a bitch! So, that would be good. You're such a lady. <laughs> you're such a lady. You're my lady. Don't go changing. <laughs> I almost broke out into song. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not a hazy IPA. It's a yazy. Yazy. Yeah, this is Kanye West. Stop using my name. I'm going to sue your ass. I uh, thought we were doing the Dutch pronunciation. We well, it's... Kanye works too. Kanye works too. Kanye Dutch, actually. Yeah, he is Dutch. I don't know if you guys do that. Yeah, of course he is. He's brilliant. Uh, what do you think of the the hazy? The hazy. It's fantastic, dude. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of hazies anyway. Uh, but yeah, I do. I get the pina colada feel for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I was having a hard time putting my finger on it, but that's it. Yeah, you've put your finger on it before. Uh, and in and around. <laughs> I have to tell you, uh, dude. I have I ran out of gas on big bitter IPAs. I, yeah. I just I reached my end. I drank them for ten years, and I ran and hazies. I'm I'm all I'm all in. Again. I think everybody did. I think that's why hazies are as big I, as they are. I'm all in again. It's just like a whole new world opened up. They're more again. approachable. Yeah, you know, yep. they're softer, yep. easier to drink. They're yep. not like punch you in the face yep. as much with that bitterness. And yeah, I hear you. It's fantastic. With that said, I do think some hazies. I don't know. Maybe, you know, the argument is with those big old school IPAs, sometimes people thought that they went overboard with the hops. Sometimes I think people go overboard with the haze, too. Sometimes they're so juicy where I'm like, this is orange juice. (laughs) And it's kind of. Let's add some champagne. And I'm not really sure. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? So I this one is just it's not overboard. It's there. I I don't want it softer. But there there isn't um, an overproduction of it. Right. It's smooth. Right. It's super yeah. smooth. Yeah. Yeah. How's that one selling? This one's doing good. It's got to yeah. be ramping um, up. You know, the the thing, the big thing, some people obviously like, you know, going overboard with hops. They, they do that with hazy IPAs too, but it's with a, in a different way. So yeah. people would dry hop, meaning they add the beer after it's done fermenting. And they'll just go heavier and heavier and heavier with it. And at a certain point, you're just throwing hops away because there's definitely diminishing returns. And hops are not cheap. So we actually don't... Uh, 
we don't go too nuts with it, um, comparatively speaking, because I've found that the more you go, the more you dry hop, it just, like I said, you're just throwing them away. You're not actually changing the flavor that much. You're just losing beer and losing hops, right. and it's a waste of money. Then you're on the phone with Idaho, send That's more right. hops, <laughs> goddammit. Yeah, yeah. Idaho's like, we all out of hop. Boy, we send you everything we had. <laughs> he say, Idaho, you the hoe. <laughs> All right, what's our next beer? All right, our last one is another flagship beer. Uh, Pop Culture. It's a hazy IPA. This is another flagship for you. Pulp Um, Culture. Pulp Culture. Pulp Culture. We're not Andy Warhol here. Pulp (laughs) Culture. Although, I mean, come on, look at this. Is that on Andy Warhol's Campbell's? Oh, no, it it absolutely was. And that it actually used to be like. Looked more like the Campbell's soup can before. Uh, Was this done on purpose? Yeah, it was. It was was on purpose. I actually thought of this beer name while I was still working at Wisconsin Brewing Company. I was like hiding in the cellar and hoping Kirby didn't find out that I got a new job. (laughs) I love it. I think I love the subtlety of this Beaverly. That's the Campbell's soup can artwork. I love it. In a beer. I wish Kirby was here. I wish Kirby was here too. To go, oh, he is my son. <laughs> How'd it go in Star Wars? I forget. You know. Close enough. No, what was the line? I screwed it up. It's uh, while well, he goes, uh, Luke, I am your father. Kirby, you are my father. He's Luke, my beer, he's my beer daddy. <laughs> That's not creepy at all. You're my beer daddy. <laughs> I love That's- it. <laughs> Not do that. Say that to Kirby. I want to see his reaction. I'll say it to Kirby. That's because you warmed up your sushi this morning, dude. Dude, it's never gonna die. Yeah. Well, watch it become a thing. All of a sudden, the only guy serving hot sushi in that. Well, Kirby did officiate my wedding, so in a way, it was like he gave me away. Oh, Oh, I see it is. So I guess you can call him your beard dad. We should uh, listen uh, when you uh, uh, put something big together in a barrel. We'll go out and sink it in the pond out there. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I think they got a barrel. They they blew yeah, up and they, sunk. They in love the, the theatrics the and we're using yeah, oh, yeah. The, the pond in the island out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. The hot stones and the whole thing. But yep. uh, anyways, all right. Our last. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yes, yeah. our last beer here. We just had our last beer. Pulp culture. You're yeah. behind. You're behind. Oh, we, oh. Pulp culture. Are we done? I didn't talk yeah, about this it. Is yeah, our I'll talk IPA. about it. We yeah, we, talk about yeah it. we haven't talked about it. Yeah, we haven't talked about it. We got sidetracked. Yeah, um, it's the sushi. Yeah, so th- this is what I would call like our closest to a flagship. Um, it's again, it's a hazy IPA. This one's a little bit different than the rest of ours in that we we're using a, a few more malts, so it's got a little bit more malt character. Uh, it's a little bit higher gravity. Finishes a little bit sweeter. Um, and that it also has a little bit more bitterness. So it's almost like uh, the Czech beers I was talking about where our other hazy IPAs are a little bit drier and they have a little less malt character. This is maltier, but it also has a touch more bitterness, still not a super bitter beer by any means. Um, and then we use like five different hop varieties in this, which is not common for me. I'm typically using like two or three, but happen to find this kind of magical combination of hops that works really well and um, I like this beer. I always tell everybody I forget that we brew it because I don't forget that we brew it, but I don't try it a lot because we brew it so often. It's so ubiquitous at the brewery that, you know, you tend to like lean into the the new stuff you're doing. And then every once in a while I'll go back and have a pint of this and be like, damn, this is, this is a good beer. I this understand why it's our flagship. Yep. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's big, big like berry tones and, yep. uh, yeah, like fruitier in a different way than a lot of our other hazy IPAs. 
Yeah, 100 percent. Not overly juicy like we were talking about before. Again, it was just a perfectly balanced beer, but I could definitely see why this is the flagship. 100. Yeah, you want to drink three of them. You just want to pound three of them. Totally. Yeah. Super good. Pineapple. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely. Love the big juicy stuff. Yep. You guys are awfully young to be into the, the classics. Yeah, does you get does that get lost on you? What are you yeah. guys like twelve? Well, you know, you hang out with the, all the old folks like Kirby and <laughs> yeah. keep picking on Kirby. <laughs> I love it. And he, you know, makes you appreciate the someday the more he'll, classic. Someday styles. Kirby will make it too. Yes. Yeah, someday. <laughs> don't tell him I said that. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've always been drawn to the more traditional styles. Again, like I said, I like that the brewing tradition behind it and um I don't know. I I have like a ancestry DNA. I'm a good portion German, so I wonder if it's some sort of in your blood. genetic yeah. thing. Yeah, it's in my blood to like these European lager styles. And I think they're fun. They're more challenging. You know, they're more process driven. I and I really appreciate that. It's harder to find really good domestically made examples of it. And so mm-hmm. it's a fun challenge. When, when you went into the beer business, did you say we need an angle, or did you just or or was your attitude just like we we're beer lovers? It was more like, here's the things that I am not finding from my local beer scene right. that I wish I could find. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make those things and just kind of went with it. And then and those people sort of organically you, found our path from there. And you all kind of gravitated to each other. That's yeah, interesting. I love, I love how that yeah. works. Nature. Yeah. You nature. know, it's like not trying too hard to be right. any one thing other than, you know, what you what you appreciate and are interested in. And, you know, I think having that sort of passion for it just naturally comes through in the beers and, and the way we present ourselves and hope that people resonate with that. Uh, do you ever get hammered at work? All the time. <laughs> well, I mean, Miranda and we I get... have to have an HR conversation <laughs> when we get back. <laughs> we get, I mean, we don't. You can use our HR. She's uh, pretty laid back. She's already hammered. We, uh, I haven't seen her in two weeks. I don't, I, don't even, I don't even know where she is. She went into darkness with Brett Favre or whatever his name is. <laughs> She's on darkness retreat. Trying to figure out if she wants to stick around. Yeah. Oh, that would not surprise me knowing her. Uh, I mean, we drink a lot and we don't even make beer. How do you guys do it? How do you, you guys are fairly fit looking people. How do you do that? Oh, well, that's we the sweaters. <laughs> Jesus. I'd be a hot mess down That's an illusion. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, we're professionals. Thank you. You just say no more. On no, 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 no. Don't talk it away. It's <laughs> the right, perfect right. answer. Yeah. It's the perfect answer. Well, it's great to meet you guys. Yeah. Congrats this on five fun. years. Thanks That's super cool. Yeah. Everybody stop down. Clint, Miranda, the Rachel. The Rachel. You, have you ever had the Rachel haircut? Can't say I have. I've had the same haircut since I was 12, so. I can see you have a hat on. I can't even see I, I would argue that have. that should then be called The Rachel. The Rachel. Right. Yeah. The new Rachel. Yeah. The, the new, new Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> I love it. All right. Where are you guys going to be in five years? Oh, God. Hopefully still in business. No, I'm just kidding. We're, we're, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Hopefully just continue to do our thing. More of the same. Just it's, good stuff. You, and... You're in a small spot. as part of the success uh, being smart, not having a lot of overhead, big building, big payment big staff yeah you got to yeah. definitely have to be careful you've seen a lot of breweries kind of go under playing that game right so. right we're just trying to keep it slow and steady and like i said hope that people find us and become fans and stick around right. and have that kind of long-term sustainable growth instead of uh burning bright and right dying young, right you know? tell them how to get on there one more time 
So we're at uh, we're on East Wilson Street, 1129 East Wilson Street, right across the street from McPike Park, near east side of Madison. Um, block off Willie Street near Weary Traveler, Willie Street Co-op, familiar with that neighborhood. Kind of in the thick of it, right off the bike path. Yep. Yeah, love it. Great to hang out with you guys. Yeah, this is fun. I love it. Look at that. Mad Towners. Yep. I love it. Love them. So thankful you guys came in. It was yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's fun. That's fun. Cool. I tell them how to get the beer, Trixie. We're All ready right. to go. Yeah. Again, corner of East Washington Oak Street. Look for the bright orange arrow. We've got the mix match set up um, with the working draft beer this week, and you guys can mix match your own four-pack four from them. And then check out the Aftershock Arcade to get the Keep em Honest and Pulp Culture Hazy IPA on tap. We'll see you down there, and it's this weekend or the weekend's coming up here for uh, you guys for that five-year anniversary. Check yep. them out. Third, fourth, and fifth. Yeah, third, fourth, and fifth. It uh, sounds like an awesome setup that you guys have going on. What a great weekend. No matter yeah. what day you show up, it's going to be a good time. I didn't even check your website. you have a website? We do. www.workingdraftbeer.com. Awesome. All right, guys. We'll see you soon. All right. Thanks, All right. guys. Thanks, Trixie. Yep. Good to see you. Thank you. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.